you know, you, you get these kids and, and their parents come in with them and they sit yeah. in front of you and they say, we're only two months, three months away from the start of the season, but I just can't imagine, you know, my son, you know, he plays running back and he can't, he just can't play another season. His ankle keeps giving out on him. And then we, we tell him what, you know, I, I can say, I can't make any promises, but I can mm-hmm. tell you, we've gotten guys back at seven and eight weeks, mm-hmm. which is not the norm, but these mm-hmm. athletes it's are possible. kind of freakish yeah. in, in, their, <laughs> yeah. in their ability to recover. And yeah. then you combine that with the technology that we're using and, yeah. and you see some incredible, incredible outcomes. Yeah. Welcome to Surgical Goals, the podcast that brings you a unique insight into the world of sport and shines a light on many of the injuries picked up along the way from some of the best sports stars and medical minds throughout their careers and of course the recoveries. My name is Jennifer Riach and with the help of orthopaedic surgeon Professor Gordon Mackay, we are going to delve into that fascinating side of the sporting world. This week we are delighted to be joined by orthopaedic surgeon Las Vegas, fellowship director of the Las Vegas Foot and Ankle Programme and a residency programme director as well. He is a very, very busy, busy man. man. It's Troy Watson. Troy, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for um, having me. Yeah. Welcome, think, welcome. Yeah, just about got right there. But I just want to mention, I would have said doctor or surgeon, but in America, don't use the titles like that. Well, we use uh, doctor. So, okay. uh, so I think my patients would refer to me as Dr. Watson. Dr. Watson, okay. Not, not so much professor or Mr. is, mm-hmm. uh, is maybe yeah. uh, is more traditional here. We, we're, we're called Dr. Uh, okay. Watson. Our residents use that, fellows use that. So. From, from our listeners' perspective, you see the, the fact that you're you know, a top foot and ankle specialist and you, you run a training program in, in Vegas. Their mental image of Vegas is, is all sort of Gambling, uh, fast party. living. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'd, they'd be amazed to know that there is normality actually in Vegas, but right. you were telling me there is a substantial resident population right. in Vegas. Yeah? Right. Yeah. We're uh, about two and a half million people now wow. in, in Las Vegas and our draw area is probably over three. So it's really grown and expanded and, and it's uh, really becoming a nice cultural yeah. center as well as well, a great place to come and visit and spend a few days. And yeah. have fun and forget about your worries yeah. and, and well, that kind of thing. Well, that's half Scotland's population, so that's sizable, yeah. okay? Yeah, that is. It's, wow. it's a lot of people, yeah. it really yeah. is. But tell me, how did you get into your world? How did you become sort of interested in particularly foot and ankle? That's where you're specializing. Right. right? Yeah, it's a good question. And, I, you know, you go during your orthopedic residency, at least in the States, we kind of have our rotation set up uh, where we'll we'll do three month blocks maybe mm-hmm. with each of the different specialists so you'll have a chance it kind of early on in your first second and third years you'll be able to rotate with maybe a guy that does all spine and yep. then the next three months you might do all hand mm-hmm. and so uh, as you go through you're mentally trying to make the decision how will I spend the rest of my life? What, yeah, what will I do? Yeah, it's a big do? decision. What, yeah, it's yeah, a big decision because yeah, yeah. you have to want to wake up every day and be uh, excited about the of day course. that lies ahead. So, so that that really is how it happened for me. Is that I was looking at the different specialties, and while I liked sports a lot, sure. um, I felt that the operations might have been a little narrow mm-hmm. ACL mm-hmm. a lot of knee arthroscopy mm-hmm. maybe some shoulder stuff but those guys seem to be doing more repetitive surgeries okay and foot and ankle that's what really drew me to it is that 
number one, the population that we treat is mm-hmm. is vast. So yep. uh, from pediatrics to women, men, mm-hmm. elderly, young, mm-hmm. sports, diabetics, sick people, yep. really healthy people. Yep. So we had the whole spectrum. You've got everyone fr- there, yeah. Fr- yep. which, yeah, yeah. Which really uh, appealed to me. And then the sports part can come as you get more training, yeah. it, you can become more specialized and, and get that sports world. So I, I feel like I got the best of everything because well, I kind of have a sports specific practice in foot and ankle, but I still get to do all the other yeah. stuff too. Yeah, you get yeah. To so I agree with you, Troy. Not only have you found yourself in a fantastic location, but you caught the wave, I think, in lots of ways, didn't right. you really? Because not only was sport emerging and becoming increasingly sophisticated, but foot and ankle surgery has exploded, hasn't it? I mean, in really the US, has. it's overtaken knee surgery essentially as the as a main focus of innovation and change. And the difference in practice from those early days to what you can offer and deliver now you, is unrecognisable almost. Initially right. there, I thought you meant that just everyone needed their foot and ankle. No, no, <laughs> no. I was like, no, why? No. What have people been doing? <laughs> Too many high but, heels. Yeah. The, yes. actual, the yeah. actual practice of the foot, surgery foot, has Yeah, foot and ankle surgery really involved developed. a lot of casts, involved a lot of bunion surgery, maybe involved fractures, but you're way beyond that now. It's sophisticated arthroscopy, it's innovative right. techniques. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, I mean, to your point, so when I was a resident, yep. one, one of the things that wasn't so appealing about the foot and ankle world mm-hmm is that um, nobody really cared in the U.S. if you were a foot and ankle surgeon. It was like a specialty that was mm, kind of new. Yeah. But podiatry in the United States is is fairly big. Mm-hmm. And at some point, the orthopedic surgeon community said, well, why why, why are we not doing that? Why, yep. why as orthopedic mm-hmm. MDs, are we not... Are we not uh, exploring that part of the body? We're just giving it to the podiatrist. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants it. So as a result of that, I think industry really didn't focus on it. So there, yep. all of the implants we used when I was a resident mm-hmm. were adapted to foot and ankle, but but they weren't specific for foot and ankle. So we were taking the trauma sets yeah. and we we're using yep. the screws and everything that's made for the ankle and for the leg and for mm-hmm. maybe upper extremity surgery and adopting it to the foot and ankle. Yep. Now it has exploded. And what Gordon said is exactly right. We hit it at the exact right yeah. moment. Yeah. And so um, my career kind of paralleled the explosion yep. of development in foot and ankle. Mm-hmm. And that's been special. And, and I'm, I'm really happy that, that I got to witness and experience and be part of it, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting to look into, actually, in terms of medicine. How quickly can it evolve? Because I think you deal with a lot of people who have been told this is the way to do it. Are people quite quick to accept new new techniques, new new products. Was that quite an easy journey or did you have to kind of fight your way along? Yeah, exactly right. Um, the the kind of old way of doing yeah. things, uh, it, it's sometimes hard to overcome that. And as a younger surgeon coming up, that was difficult as well. But, uh, but people adapt. And I, I can remember, uh, I don't know what year it was, maybe uh, 2000 and four or something. Mm -hmm. We had this little Mm -hmm. sports group. There was about 
10 or 15 of us. If I knew you back then, Gordon, you would have been in. <laughs> Thank you. It was with uh, two companies, Don Joy and Arthrex. Yeah. So we'd get together and, and play some golf, but, but mm-hmm. we'd have an academic meeting along yeah. with it. And uh, I remember uh, uh, showing up there and the guys showing me this technique. Uh, mm-hmm. we, and they taught it to me in the lab. And then they wanted me to teach all the other surgeons oh, that wow. were coming in. And these were, I was only a, a couple of years. I was yeah, only yeah. a couple years out. And so they're, you know, what, <laughs> what, what am I going to teach these guys that are legends in foot and ankle? So they taught me the technique. We did it on a cadaver. And then, and then I turned around hours you were later. You the expert. <laughs> I was the expert. And, and it was the first uh, suture bridge okay. uh, for yeah. a, insertional Achilles tendon, yeah, yeah. you know, problems. Yeah, and, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. I taught it to these guys, and and at the time there was a lot of questions like, "Oh, this is too costly." You know, we just need a couple suture anchors. We don't need all this fancy stuff mm-hmm. today in the U.S. It's the it's the gold standard for the way yeah. we really? treat that, and that's you know some fifteen, yeah. sixteen years later. Yeah. So and and it and even that technique has evolved. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so it really has been a fun journey, I think, uh, yeah. seeing all these new uh, yeah. products be developed and being a part of the product development yeah. as Gordon yeah, and I course. have been. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. So, Troy, I got to know you because you were an innovator and you were involved in early development. And uh, obviously, as we were working with the internal brace, you, along with uh, an inner group, almost of faculty, were, were, were exploring how it could be applied in your practice. Right. And this is something you've taken back to Vegas in, in right. internal bracing. Is that, has that place in your practice? Right, now? right. I, I think. Folk, yeah, I folk think, listening, uh, folk listening might not know too, too much about, they only have a, a rough idea, but the internal bracing was to provide stability and accelerate recovery. And uh, exactly. I, I'm kind of leading you because I know you were, you were heavily involved and actually you were very, right. a, a great support in the early development of, right. of and, the internal and, and, and brace. Thanks, and thanks to you because I can still remember where we were. Uh, uh-huh. we were, we were, I'm pretty sure it was Arthro London and, yeah. and Denovi hooked us up and yeah, I kind of knew you. We had talked a mm-hmm. few times and, and I think it was back in 2012 maybe. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you just showed me one video. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and of course it's a famous, the patient. Is that a black and white movie? The, no, it's, 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 uh, it's a little color with your red carpeted uh, exam room. I yeah, think that's right. Yeah. It's still, yeah. The same carpet is still there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyways, it was impressive. And she was six weeks yeah. along mm-hmm. in her recovery mm-hmm. and, Honestly, yep. at the time, my patients, I would uh-huh. cast them. Yeah, uh, yeah which, which was the standard. Then. I, well, yeah, in the that U.S., time. I mean, a lot of yeah. guys still go, whoa, still go, whoa, yeah. you don't cast your patients after yeah. you yeah. do the surgery. And yeah. absolutely not. I mean, I think uh-huh. it's detrimental now. But, yeah. but at the time, so you showed me that video. And I said, hmm. And I went home and I said, I got I have to try this. Yeah. You know, either uh-huh. he's... He's legit, and this really will work, or, or he's not. just a crazy Scots guy. And, and so, <laughs> both, yeah. So, so, so I went back and I did uh, my first patient. She was a soccer player for okay. our local, you know, University mm-hmm. Nevada, Las Vegas, so UNLV, and uh, I did did her surgery, and then and then she, I did her right before we were going into the Christmas break. So mm-hmm. she lived in Hawaii. She went back home to Hawaii, mm-hmm. and I sent her home with with a boot on, but she came back after the break, like three weeks later, and yeah. she was just in a shoe. And I, I didn't tell her what to do, because yeah. uh, I was I was yeah. going to be conservative. Cautious, it was the first course. one. So, sure. so, uh, so she came back, and she was in her tennis shoe, and she, she was about five or six weeks. And I go, I said to her, I go, just 
can you run? Can you run down the hall? And she goes, oh, yeah, I can run down the hall. So she takes off, runs down the hall, runs back, yeah. starts jumping up and down in front of me. And I'm like, That's oh, amazing. my goodness. And I'm I'm like giggling, like, yeah. like giddy. I'm giddy. <laughs> um, just watching her and knowing how special that was. And yeah. I said, wow, we, we ha- we're on to something here. Yeah, yeah. And since then, I've done, you know literally hundreds yeah, of patients yeah, with the internal yeah. brace and uh yeah. it's, it's been a it's been a great journey so yeah. you know thanks to this guy no, yeah no, it's amazing no, though it's, it's amazing yeah. to see the the passion for innovation you can you can sense how much you're excited by progression and making yeah. sure that things are better for your patients i suppose that's right. the, that's always the aim to, to recover no, better for sure it's you know you you get these you get these kids and 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 their parents come in with them and they sit yeah. in front of you and they say you know you know we're only we're only uh, two months, three months away from the start of the season, but I just can't imagine, you know, my son, you know, he plays running back and he can't, he, he just can't play another season. His ankle keeps giving out on him. And then we, we tell him what, you know, I, I can say, I can't make any promises, but I can mm-hmm. tell you we've gotten guys back at seven and eight weeks, mm-hmm. which is not the norm, but these mm-hmm. athletes it's are possible. kind of freakish yeah. in, in, their, <laughs> yeah. in their ability to recover. And yeah. then you combine that with the technology that we're using and, yeah. and, yeah. uh, and you see some incredible, incredible outcomes. Yeah. And so, uh, it does give you a buzz though, doesn't it? As a surgeon, I still uh, get that to this day when I watch it's patients to perform, yeah. uh, I level it. I, I yeah. Wasn't entirely expecting. I may have been hoping for Surprise it, but wasn't expecting. Yeah. yeah, it does. It, 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 it gives you a warm glow somehow. No, it, it does. does. Uh, you know? It does. Especially, I mean, that's the real test is yeah. when you get to see them playing. Yeah, and and you know that they're a hundred percent. And uh, um, so it's it's a lot of fun, and it does give us give us a, a certain high, I guess. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. job satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I get, in terms of the sporting world, though, have you always just been interested in sports? Is there one particular sport that's always stood out for you? Well, I mean, I love football. I mean, American football, yeah, of course, yeah. not your guys's football, but uh, <laughs> real football. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, unfortunately, uh, soccer is not as big in the U.S., but sure. but American football is re- really big. And so, did you um, play a lot and, and as college, well in high school? I didn't. I didn't play at the college level, but uh, uh, but I'm a huge a huge fan of the game. Yeah, and, yeah. and so, both college and pro, I I personally think the college game's a little bit more fun. It gets enormous more, audiences. More, doesn't oh, it? It's mad. it's yeah. on a par almost as far as I can see from what I watch on TV. Oh, it's, occasionally it's, uh, you know with uh, big crowds if at you've college never games. Been, I haven't you, ever been to an American football match. Go, you need to go with okay. me to. I, I'm a big USC fan, so like a USC Notre offer accepted. Game. Just and, and, record that. Record that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We've got it. <laughs> just the energy at yeah. these games yeah. is incredible, and and uh, yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Do you so. deal with a lot of American? football players with injuries yeah, so, into your ankle of course fit. yeah so from high school up through the pros we now yeah. of course have the 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 old oakland raiders relocated to las vegas so okay. um so for the last couple of years they've been they've been in our town now yeah. so um and and fortunately um two of our sports guys are their team are, are the team doctors for the raiders and i right. do all their foot and ankle stuff so so it has been it has been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. And just not to get too technical, but the, in terms of foot and ankle, because of the surfaces and the cleats and so forth, right. do you see an awful lot of what, what folk normally describe as high ankle sprains? Do you or, or yeah, or, or, not, or is yeah, there or is there not, or is, what, what, what would course. you see most of? I would of? say that that might be 
So there's just a, a few injuries, and then there's some really weird injuries. Yeah, that yeah, see. yeah, yeah. But, but okay. you, we see turf toe. Yeah, we see high ankle sprains or syndesmotic mm-hmm. injuries. Um, a lot of Jones fractures. Really? A lot of yeah. Jones yeah. fractures. Yeah. So what's that? And ankle fractures. Yeah. It's a fifth metatarsal fracture. Okay. So the so outside bone yeah. on your foot. And it's in yeah. a certain location that has kind of poor healing. And so we usually operate on yeah. those in athletic patients. Uh, okay. And just yeah. to make it a little bit more predictable on their recovery and yeah. get them back as quickly as, as, as and, 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 and in yeah. the UK, folk will think of Wayne Rooney has been a, a good example that was well publicized of this metatarsal fracture, very yeah. hard to manage conservatively, tends Correct. to recur, causes all sorts of problems, often best managed surgically, as you say. Yeah. And, it's uh, a lot of small bones in yeah. the foot to be dealing with, yeah. though, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's surprisingly complex, the foot, really. Oh, foot and ankle. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, lots of wee bones and ligaments in, in, uh, right. in there, and lots of forces going through. Yeah. Obviously, for the average runner, up five times your body weight, and you maybe through each stride so lots of stress in those little joints yeah and 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 in american football now i think the stat is something like 40 percent of okay. all nfl injuries are now foot and ankle really? so yeah. um, wow. and that's despite all the strapping and supports and you well, name it they it, just can't exactly you know. i think it's a, a factor of the turf shoe interface and uh, yep. um, so a lot of a lot of the pro teams are moving away from all these artificial surfaces yep. trying to even though las vegas plays in an arena mm-hmm. in, in a dome uh-huh. um they have natural grass surface and they actually it's it's incredible the Uh way that they built this they keep the grass outside and 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 it's on rollers (laughs) and they and they wheel it in i think it goes automatically and and it can wheel right into the stadium on game day isn't that crazy crazy so they grow the grass outside outside. and then they bring it in yeah yeah. typical vegas isn't it it's vegas they can do it bigger 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 and better yeah Yeah, it's 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 really uh incredible so so but the reason why i think is just to try and Mm -hmm. do what they can to cut down on injuries i feel as if though they must have gone from using normal grass for want of a better expression then going to the artificial services and you're finding they're going back to grass i i think so and was there more injuries then is that what they're presuming absolutely more injuries absolutely okay yeah i think that that's been shown in some studies it's kind of been proven that it seems to just catch a wee Mm. bit more people why why maybe a little bit more tacky okay Mm. And so um, mm. not as much give. Yeah. Um, so the foot might get stuck and then their body yeah. weight and torque and shift yeah. um, going through their foot causes yeah. some of these. It's interesting to see again that evolution, isn't it? To see where you think, oh, this is going to be so much better. Oh, no, actually, let's go back to the original. Yeah. Well, I know probably, in some ways, from the player's perspective, it gives you good traction. It gives you great acceleration, I'm sure. Right. Your feet stick and you just feel as if you're ripping up the ripping up the turf. But on, when you go back, yeah, surface. when the artificial yeah. surface, so yeah. there's, there's that. Kind of, that's maybe the upside. Yeah, but if it slows but it's people price down, to pay, a price to pay. Less injuries, maybe just yeah, slow, yeah, slowing yeah. everyone down. I feel like we're in very much injury prevention mode. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, less, right. less injured on that kind of surface. And is there any advice you give to individuals through your practice about prevention? Is there? You know, we we talk a lot. Particularly, interestingly, um, I I went over to the Raiders facility and and mm-hmm. and met a guy in their training room, and believe it or not, he has an entire wall of uh-huh. shoes. It's not uh-huh. one cleat. Okay. They have cleats for everybody. 
and it's not just the Raiders. I mean, I think yeah, yeah. most yeah, of yeah. the NFL teams, most of the college teams, same mm-hmm. same deal. Okay. They have these contracts with Nike or Adidas, mm-hmm. um, who, whoever their contracts with, and the whole wall. So so you have linemen, these big three hundred plus pound yeah. guys. Yeah, they have a bigger, sturdier shoe. Okay. You have a wide receiver that might want oh, right. a lighter shoe, more of a track type shoe. Kind of makes sense, I suppose. And, it's and, customized. Right. It? And so so a lot of times if I'm taking care of a guy that's coming off of a, an injury to his big toe, say a turf toe, uh-huh. you, we'll try and put him in a little bit stiffer cleat. Uh-huh. And, and he might not love it, yeah. but it's more protective sure. and yeah. preventative of you know mm-hmm. a greater injury maybe. And then once he's 100%, uh-huh. then you can go back to a more flex cleat. Okay. So, so there, it, it really was interesting. I, I was amazed. I, he yeah. probably had fifty different cleats on his. Yeah, so real wow. science then, yeah. essentially. Oh, you know, wow. ones okay. for That's really natural grass, and uh-huh. they still play on artificial surfaces. Sure. Some stadiums in the U.S. are still, yeah. you know, the art. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so they'll change their cleat depending mm-hmm. upon what. Yeah. What and then uh-huh. and then if it's raining, uh-huh. they have a different cleat than if it's dry, mm-hmm. and so yeah. yeah, that does make it's sense. Very... I suppose there's extra protection there. But going back to what Gordon said earlier, see in terms of strapping though, if that prevention does strapping your ankle with bandages, tape, feet, how much of a difference does that really make? Especially for maybe people listening tell. to this. Yeah, and... they'll they'll tell you it makes a difference okay. when you talk to the players. So they, they call it spatting. Okay. In, I don't know yeah, if the, yeah, you guys yeah. call it here. So, um, and they'll just tape all around their shoe and include their ankle. Mm-hmm. You'll right. see that. I mean, mm-hmm. they just okay. Just try and box yeah. it in yeah. and stabilize it. But yeah. um, I don't. I, Medically, I'm sure do you been, think it does have an impact? I'm sure it does. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. But, uh, Slight. Extra and it will give protection. a lot of feedback and confidence as well. You know, right. mechanically it will it'll contribute, but but there must be that sense of snugness, and you I'm you sure. just feel better psychologically when you're when you're yeah. right. you're strapped you're strapped that way. I would I would thought yeah and a lot of guys wear the ankle braces now mm-hmm. uh preventatively yeah. i mean not and mm-hmm. then you watch these linemen these huge linemen mm-hmm. and they have on knee braces on yeah. both of their knees yeah. not that they uh-huh. are recovering from an injury they wear them preventatively sometimes yeah so. that is really yeah. interesting to see i think because we've spoken a wee bit about andy murray yeah, in the yeah. tennis world over here yeah. as well he quite often wears an ankle yeah. support that he doesn't necessarily yeah. need but then does it become psychologically well, I, necessary when you're doing I've seen different yeah. I've seen different examples in different places when I was a fellow in Australia for example they insisted that for Aussie rules they had to strap their ankles okay. and the number of ACL injuries went through the roof because they weren't getting the same give when they yeah. were planting in the ground so so there was yeah. that interesting association so it sometimes have knock on effects if you if you remove some of the play in, in one link in the chain but I'm I'm just interested, uh, Troy, in your experience looking forward and the way practice is changing. That in Vegas you expect people want to to be at the cutting edge, whether it's in biologics and uh, you know a, a treatment within the room. But I I was speaking to a surgeon from the big treatment center in Qatar in Doha, sorry, and they were talking about the fact they're moving towards using the nanoscope. So those listening, this is a kind of needle camera, okay. but using it. If you have an ankle sprain coming off at half time and they were inspecting the joint in the stadium. Do you wow. think do you think they're going too far or do you reckon wow. do you reckon this is um, this is the this is the future? This is the future are, are we yeah. gonna are, instead of going straight for an MRI scan, where these guys are gonna check, have they got a wee chondral lesion? What is is it serious? Or or do you think it's just a wee bit too much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you, MRI technology has gotten so good nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we can see so much. Yeah. And now, if we were talking 
15, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. an MRI and those, you know, first generation, second generation MRIs were okay. Yeah. But today, yeah. the, the, the power of the magnets has gotten so good and our ability to resolve yeah. and see um, even cartilage injuries is, is yeah. far superior what it used yeah. to be. So I don't know. I mean, I, you know, anytime you introduce something into the body, there's yeah. always a chance for an infection or yeah. something. Yeah, and so, uh, um, that, that's, that's what we'll have to overcome. But one yeah. thing I've learned is sometimes my brain won't allow me to forward think like that. And yeah. then, and then 20 years later, everybody's throwing an anoscope Ooh. in the angle. Yeah. And, uh, we'll say it was Troy's idea. Yeah. It was Troy's idea. <laughs> You know, he said, the, uh, uh, you know, we've got to do this, push the boundaries. But I know, and there's all these medical legal concerns. So you've got to, you know, we've got to move but, baby steps. But I do think John Kennedy, uh-huh. uh, you know, in the yeah. U.S. and New yeah. York, I, I do think he does some nanoscopes in the office. office yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he I think he's doing that. Um, and uh, there may be a place for that. Well, I know and, Peter, can never pronounce his surname, but Dewey is, he's, Pushing the envelope and trying it in the within the stadium, whether whether or not it really will add to his practice, time will tell, and hopefully he can share those right. ideas with us. But it's always exciting it's to hear where the next next potential innovation right. is, how it can change practice, and how it can transform patient care. I think it is. I think it's exciting. I think from the whole conversation, you can see that innovation doesn't stop, and people are continually working, and hopefully care gets better. Because as we said, ultimately it's about making people recover better, quicker, back to normal life, yeah. and that's yeah. that's what you're working right. on. Well, so it's it's. Been fantastic to chat to you, Troy. Great to speak to someone, a world leader in sports, foot and ankle surgery. Absolutely. And, uh, and innovation, and hopefully we'll continue to collaborate. And I won't forget the invite to the American <laughs> football, right, okay? We have to do this. I'm coming <laughs> to you. Or, you're coming to Jennifer, coming to We're coming over. We'll go to, hey, we'll Vegas. Go to a Raider game, but, but <laughs> the NFL games just don't have, to me, uh, the big ones, the playoff yeah. games certainly are exciting, but but the, the college games. the college yeah. game. The big college games that I don't Even know. Even better. I like on TV, but that's where the energy is. Well, I just know I noticed that they've got crowds of over 70,000 for a college game. I mean, that's that's Michigan, University of Michigan, they'll get they'll get over a hundred thousand in their stadium. See, we just don't get that at any sporting event, really. We don't have that many people. We don't have (laughs) that. That's right. (laughs) Joy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for for having me. I I really uh, appreciate it. I I love being here. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you.